millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Oh, Alice, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I have many addictions. Yes. Um, I would say uh, beers, food, probably sex. Although I don't, you know, I don't really get to exercise that one. Maybe not. I mean, I guess all men are addicted to sex. So, but but I'm not really okay. So. Okay. <laughs> we'll Delete give you that. that one. Just Okay. Um and probably probably pretty much everything. I mean, I think even like eating hot sauce and spaghetti that's unbearably hot. There's something going on there that's not food. Yeah. Yeah, right? you're not just hungry. You Right. I want to feel you're the thrill pain. seeking, right? I'm thrill exactly. With everything I'm thrill seeking. Everything, you know, fine. So just a personality thing. And I think that, that probably a lot of you guys are as well. That like well, your, yeah, your default that's... is to like overdo and get into bad unless you curb it. Well, but I think that that's a you thing in the sense that I think that you lack uh, what I would call impulse control. Sure. And sometimes that you're can... like, I want everything now that I want more is better. Give right. me more now. Which I, I stand by that a little bit but also like um i would say you know and, and occasionally in my life it has worked in a good way where for instance um you know i got into jogging 20 years ago now i still talk about how i just got done with jogging it was 20 years ago i got addicted to jogging and of course i got addicted to a woman then who got me unaddicted to jogging i know i realize that i have agency here but still not you or somebody else 20 years ago you're 14 so uh, so, so can, so here's my thing. I also, Alice, mm-hmm. am addicted to gambling. And I know because of the pain I felt this week, this weekend, my brother, I, my friend, Gray Stokey from Muskogee, mm-hmm. every year does a Kentucky Derby thing where he takes everybody's bets. Yep. And 
Are you going I'm somewhere? I'm just adjusting this camera. Okay. Yeah. okay. No, go ahead. Keep talking. Well, I'm listening. Where he takes everybody's bets. Hey, there's a different dog there today. And um, and so uh, every year I bet on some horse and some freaking trifecta thing to place and whatever, like like everybody else, this group of people. And every year I lose. And every year some jerk wins. And I hate it. So... Kentucky Derby is yesterday, and they're taking the bets, whatever. My brother then has this, like, fairly elaborate, maybe not my brother, depending if he doesn't want to be ID, but somebody I've known now for <laughs> close to 50 years, has a fairly elaborate, um, like, set of bets that he's putting in to my friend. And like, this is really elaborate. He must have worked on this. What I'll do is I'll just give the same set of bets to my friend. That way... You know, it's kind of a stick it, you know, like that all the work mm -hmm. that he did, I'm just simply copying him. So I get to, <laughs> so if he wins, I get to just get free money too. You know, it's, it's just kind of a stick it. I thought about it yesterday and I'm kind of in transit and I thought, you know what? I never win. So why not just not spend the hundred bucks or whatever it is and just, just say, keep it away and just, you know, because I get screwed on this and I don't have a gambling problem. So I didn't need to bet. So I said, no, I'm going to do the smart thing. And he wins a thousand bucks yesterday, and I had I just done that, and then your sister, of course, we won't say which one, won five hundred bucks. I hate that bo both of those things happen, <laughs> and I and that's how I know I have a gambling addiction because the amount of like woulda, coulda, shoulda, and I'm not even a gambler. I don't even know how to. I was doing <laughs> is precisely the same way when you say, "Am I going to drink today? Am I not going to drink today?" Should I? The voices going back and forth, mm -hmm. the gambling voices were in my head going back and forth, and just like when I used to smoke, the smoking voices. Going into your head, mm -hmm. although I, I did, you know, all, you know, you know, Tom, you quit smoking today because today is a Monday, and you know, so Monday that's good that you can start the week. Then again, it's the last week of the month. Start next month, you know. So we're so I'm angry as hell at this, and so I can't believe people won. I know it's a very petty thing. People I, win every year, you know that. I know, right? but my, yes, but not one that is my sibling and my wife's sibling. And they're so close to us, and I'm angry for them at them that I didn't pull the trigger. And I had those betting feelings, those doubts, and like I should have, really should have. And that's why I'm, I'm eschewing that. I'm eschewing that. Hey, James. No, no, no. no. School night. So. No, we're in the middle of recording the show. Go away. Thank you. I get you. Tell her to ask herself next time. Yes, Don't but not in person. Tell her not tell to her send her people in here because she knows we're going to be annoyed. Yeah, no, she didn't. So, I'm. It's been a long Mother's Day. I'll oh, it tell has you been that. a one for the ages today. <laughs> so that's so that There's so that upset a... me yesterday. But but then again, I, now I've I've managed to I think persuade goad guilt in because my brother's a very decent guy, him into buying us barbecue when he comes a couple days because he's going to visit his niece playing sports. So there you go. So because his little brother is a bitch, my big brother is going to soften my tears with um barbecue food your it, camera just doesn't want to work it's frozen like a hundred times who cares nobody wants to see me it's, it's, it's ridiculous. i want to see you well, well uh yeah, well there was a okay. problem the camera was thrown to the ground the other day as a matter of fact Alice, you it already was not working before that uh oh no it's not working i can see the blue but that's the new one too that one's not working yeah we need okay we need to, but it's a different conversation we need to rework our system here, Alice. We have dying machines. The <laughs> there's a okay. lot wrong so there's in the that, podcast uh, that's right. studio. And then today, of course, we went to, to with the kids to the to 
a place where their batting cages, all none of the kids hit well, and so they all decided that that was terrible and unjust thing. They were already some on thin ice before them. that. Some of them, right? Some were losing it for some other reason. Whatever. It was just one of those, one of those days. I also, apart from apart from that, where it was. So yes, yeah, so Mother's Day was spent dealing with fires. Um, happy Mother's Day, by the way. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day to all you moms out what there. What would you say? Remember, I am nearly 50 years old. Some might say I am overweight. Easily 100 pounds overweight, Alice. I believe this is the first time you've seen me in a situation with a batting cage. Is there, are there, do you have any... Obs- you were actually... You were really good. You were really good. You were crushing them. Thank you. They were, we went to a place where it was like an imitation Fenway, sort of, with like a green monster. Yeah, New you, Hampshire. Really cool place. You were sending them just... Wait, you look. You were great. You were really good, and I actually tried it for the first time too. And yes, uh, it was kind of cool. It, yeah, it hurt my the bat vibrating hurt my hands, but um, yes, no, you're very physical. You, I mean, you're not somebody who played baseball as a kid, but I did hit some, and that was kind of cool because I never you did hit. Some. I literally never tried yes. to hit balls being thrown at me before that's not something yeah. i've ever tried to do so it was but if cool. it wasn't for my plant primary role i would have really drilled them i could tell how it was inhibited my i have no like core i can use really so i'm kind of like it's as if i'm sitting in a chair and swinging but um but i was pleased to i didn't know if i swung i i haven't done so violently swung a bat like that to violently hit the hell out of a in quite some time so i wasn't sure if my spleen would just explode or like what <laughs> What happened? You you were good out there. You looked good. Thank you. And you looked like you knew what you were doing, and like you, you like swung the bat with like one hand in your follow through as you hit the ball, which like right. looked cool, and like you knew what you were doing. So all that's left, yeah. from my, the old days, <laughs> the good. old me. That's right. Nineteen hundred eighty and four. Twenty one batsmen struck out. Alice McDonald Field, I Winchester, know. Massachusetts. Wow. I'm trying to find it, an article wow. that was written up. Like a regular Babe Ruth. My glory days, Alice. I know. My glory days. Um. And, uh, yeah, but it was cool because it was fun, like, trying something different that I hadn't tried and, like, feeling how you could get better at it. Yeah. By, like, you know. I think we should do it more. It's also very good exercise because the freaking thing is relentless. I don't know. (laughs) It's really seriously, it feels like there was 30 pitches. I mean, uh, how many, do you know how many there were? I wasn't counting. It was relentless. If you're a bigger guy, man, you're, like, after the 10th one, like, oh, man, these things keep coming. (laughs) And, you know, it, so I think we should go again. It wasn't. And I'm a little, it's a little scary. Like if you foul one off and you're not 100% sure where it went to and you're like looking around for a minute to make and, sure and then you we don't had, get hit by it. The, the one was, a, these were slow pitching. So there was like 45 miles, maybe 50 miles per hour. Just uh, these were uh, meatball pitches on the first one. And then we went to one that was modified and it was throwing faster balls in the dirt. So very low balls, pitches. Which is really specialized hitting. It's not as enjoyable, but mm-hmm. it really does That's test you. That's the one you. I tried, yeah. That's about staying alive and protecting the plate. So I thought it was kind of interesting. It was, it was fun. So we'll do that again. Now, I getting to the world of... Uh, and that's things that we should try because also in, in the, even though the kids get frustrated when they're not, when they do stuff and they're it's not great at it. It's good for kids to get frustrated. Yeah, I understand. Get no, better at I stuff. understand, but, but they don't... Times are different than they were before. I mean, they, I think a lot of kids see other kids hit long bombs and people hit home runs like... Oh, I should be able to do that. But, you know, they haven't. But, I mean, I have an example. So, like, as a kid, I mean, sports didn't really come naturally to me. But uh, but math did come naturally to mm-hmm. me. And I, like, never had to work at it. It just, I just always, like, never had to 
do the homework sets or whatever. I could just do it and it was fine. And then I hit calculus towards the end of high school and I just didn't get it right away. And I mean, I did fine in the class. Um, you know, I think I got like a four out of five on the AP exam or whatever. And it, 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 I did, I didn't like fail it or something. I think I probably did okay, but it like really threw me off and I hated it. And I thought like, I hate math. I'm not going to do anything with math anymore. And then in college, I ended up because of other classes I was taking and it was required, I ended up needing to take calculus again. And I started from the beginning and I actually like studied it, mm -hmm. like did all the homework problems and read the parts of the book and took notes in class and paid attention. And it really taught me about how to learn things in a way that I hadn't had to do before because I always was sort of like good at school and never had to work very hard. Like if I listened in class, I never like I remembered the stuff. I never had to like worry about it, you mm -hmm. know, and if I did the reading, I didn't take notes. I just remembered stuff. I never had to like try and think about it and review things. And, you know, and it turned out that like everybody has to do that at some point or you hit a wall, right? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of things are like that. I think sports are like that. I think learning musical instruments are like that. I think, I mean, almost everything I've tried personally is like that where you do and and you hit that point of sucking at it at different points in the process, right? Like mm -hmm. sports, I just always sucked at it right from the beginning. So I never tried and like never did really any sports at all almost and and then, you know, but like school I was good at and it didn't occur to me that like if I learned how to try hard at things, I would just be better. Like that that there was a skill there that I needed to learn. Do you know what I mean? That and and I wish that I had learned that earlier in my life, that skill of learning how to practice at things and get better at them and how to take something that's challenging to you and that isn't obvious how to do from the start and to try at it because everything requires that if you want to get actually truly good at it beyond a surface level, mm -hmm. right? And I, I think that that's like what's important and I think that that's in a lot of ways like what our kids are missing or struggling with right now, right? Right, and I, uh, when school got hard, when school got hard and math got hard for me, I find it, found it challenging and and I found it uh, to be a really boring. Like it was, there was no, there was no fun anymore in in putting integers together in a to the fifth with it and in and, and having m equals four in with algebra. So and really, it it really changed the course of my life because not only I just hated it so much that I. I much like our kids do with stuff and they're not good at them. I said, what's the use? Why are you making me do this? I don't like it. It's not fun. I don't want to do it. My parents were divorced. And so I had, I, I had parents. I mean, my dad probably couldn't do it. There was a power it. vacuum. Right. So I could probably blow it off, find a way, but I would go to world war three. I would do go to war to not have to do algebra homework, to get away with it, to find a reason why it's okay that I flunked it. It was just, just totally just a, I hated it. Hated it. Just made it seemed fruitless to me. Why would anybody would be doing this? And but then, it's reminiscent to me of the argument that we had with our son mm -hmm. today, where he was like, "I don't like baseball. You're trying to make me be mm -hmm. good at baseball, and I don't like it, and it's not fun to me, and I don't want to do it." Which I understand. Like, there's stuff in my life that I don't enjoy, but I also think that you don't. First of all, you you can do a lot of things without needing to like be an Olympian at it. 
right? Like, you don't need to be going to the World Series to practice some baseball swings in a batting cage. And like I said to him, I've never even done that before. I don't play baseball. But like... But he has a point, though. Okay. He has a point because... He plays baseball, we get the equipment, he goes and he meets the friends. He didn't organically discover baseball. He didn't my dad brought me to Red Sox games. We had the Red Sox all the time. A hero was a man who hit a home run. Dwight Evans or Jim Rice or Carl Yastrzemski or whoever it was. That was glory. And so my idea, my it was so romanticized. Yeah, I want to be the guy who hits the home run or strikes out the batter and in and runs that way and holds the ball that way and his teammates hug him like and so all that, the grandeur of it, I was married in growing up. So I loved baseball. So there was no practice that wasn't fun. Everything was fun. There was no time well, I, I mean, was sitting in a batting cage whiffing and saying, oh, stucks, because I wanted to be awesome at it. Well, yeah, but you also don't have to feel that way about it to have a good time. And I think in a lot of cases, like for me, I really wish I'd done more sports when I was younger and that I hadn't immediately been like, oh, wow, running sucks. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to do any of these sports and, like, never tried at any of that. You know, and because I was like, oh, this is terrible. I hate this. You know, immediately from the beginning, and then I never put any effort into it. Because I think a lot of things, actually, you have to work really hard at it in order to get to a point where it even is fun. Like, sucking at anything yeah. isn't fun. Yeah. Like, playing piano isn't fun if you can't play anything. Like, that's... And you're doing hot cross buns. That's oh, not yeah. fun. No. Like, oh, the awful. fun of it comes after you've put the work in and you can do stuff. Like that's just, totally agree. There's nothing. It's not fun learning scales. It's fun when you can like be in a band or right. something. And you I would know? put that like, as jogging like, is one of them too. Jogging, running for forty minutes a day is not fun as you, when you suck. You know, it might take a month or two months. Well, if you're in shape, you know. But yeah. then it, it's the ability to then run as long as you want to and feel very little pain. Like, that's where it's great. Once you're good at it, it's incredible. Right, but anything's like that. And I would argue that things like math are like that, too. That you you literally just can't enjoy math if you're struggling with the basics because you're still, like, learning scales. And, like, mm -hmm. you're not getting to be in the band or not getting to be on the baseball team hitting home runs. Like, because you're just still, you know, learning how to even hold the bat and put the glove on. You know, you're just not, like, I think that, and I think that that's a very, very important thing that you have to learn in life, whatever it is that you're into. And I think that we have, like, so many mental health challenges and mm -hmm. stuff in this country right now and people who struggle with all sorts of things, um, you know. But I, I think that a big part of that is is finding stuff and doing it, even if you're never going to be the best at it, even if you, it's not necessarily what you would have said is like your thing, but like you sometimes have to get outside of your comfort zone and learn something different in order to have stuff that you enjoy doing, right? And 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 a lot of stuff is very learnable, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I, obviously at very elite levels of anything, there's a lot of natural talent there, right? Like if you... If you're going to play professional football, then you have to be naturally gifted as well as working hard, right? It's not one or the other. But 
But there's so much enjoyment you can get in your life out of hobbies that you have that you maybe aren't the best at, but that you do and get better at. And and I think learning to get that type of enjoyment out of stuff, like no matter what it is, whether it's a sport, whether you do like some sport as an adult, or whether you take up gardening or sewing or painting or music or whatever it is, I, th- I think it's so critical. And I hope... I didn't feel necessarily today like I was doing the best job as a mom, but I hope that one thing that my kids take away out of all the stuff is like I do make them do a bunch of activities um, and I don't necessarily like I let them pick which activities, you know, and like we didn't make our son do baseball this spring. He's doing rock climbing instead because he didn't feel like doing baseball and whatever. That's fine. But right. which, by the way, he's good at. But and I it's insist- very impressive. Hold on, one, right. very imp- yeah. it's pr- impressive to watch, which I was blown away by. Yeah, which is, and, and I think probably. Well, go ahead, go ahead. But I was just gonna say, like, I do think that you have to be doing stuff. I do think yes. you have to be trying things and going outside of your comfort zone and learning new stuff that you didn't know yesterday, and like not just sitting at home moping around and like watching tv shows totally once you finish the st- the, totally your agree. chores and the stuff your parents make you do right. like you have to actually be like have stuff that you're into that you do there is yes it, the physicality is so important to clear your mind to put you at a certain um in a certain uh, certain headspace every day mm-hmm. where you know and that's i'm trying to lose enough weight to get to do that again and not, to, I mean, because I, there was, you know, five years ago, I was I was jogging every day or four years ago, whatever, and I my, it was nightmarish to think about a, a day a day not doing it because I need to be cleared. You need to clear yourself, you mm-hmm. know, by doing that thing. Speaking of clearing, Alice, shall we move to Washington D.C.? We've seen a a theme has come out of the media this week, and. It, there's no doubt that this has been a nightmarish week for progressives and uh, in all women, as a matter of fact, Alice. Mm-hmm. But so this is, you'll hear essentially what we're hearing right now. Since, <laughs> I'll just play it, this is CNN. When officials are preparing for potential violence in the Capitol and nationwide after the leak of that Supreme Court draft opinion that would strike down Roe v. Wade after... 50 years. Capitol Police are warning the far right is calling for violence against a religious group planning to rally for abortion rights. The far right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So now They're calling we're, for we're, violence. Right. So we're told the far right is calling for violence. It's, this thing is about the far right. The far right is going to create problems. Um, by the way, I do love how. I do love how. It, it doesn't matter. It's CNN. It doesn't matter. But the copy. Who are they're going to call do violence against a group that is for abortion rights? It's like really abortion rights, huh? Okay, but so there's that. And this morning, you and I heard uh, there is everybody's saying the whispering is going on. This is obviously these were obviously Republicans, conservative Supreme Court justice, right? So was it, I forget who it was, but she said, essentially, well, the leading theory is that a conservative leaked this, and then there's the other possibility uh, that is much, far less likely, but some people think maybe it's possible a liberal leaked it, which is like, the gaslighting is at such a level. This is what I was thinking in the car today when I was on my way back here for us to do the show, and I'm thinking to myself, like, 
I think they're at the point where they just literally say the exact opposite of what they know that we all know is the truth. They know that it's more likely that a liberal leaked this. At this point, we don't know, so I don't want to, like, guarantee anything either way. But obviously, the more obvious solution is that a liberal leaked it. Of course it is. That's the Uh, more clear... To sound the alarm. But they're suggesting that it was somebody who hangs around, like a clerk or whatever, for one of the conservatives, who saw the voting going their way, yeah, 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 but had concerns that somebody would... Defect. Yes, would get cold feet and defect. So then they would, what, make it public so that people who get... So more might defect if people are, let's say, protesting outside of their houses? Yeah, it's like all it's the such far a bank right wingers to, protesting it's outside such a the bank justices thought to, has. The bank shot to think that somebody from the right would do this. Oh, finally, we're getting rid of Roe v. Wade. Let me do something to disrupt. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This thing that would happen... You know, even though right now it's going our way, it makes Dude, zero sense. if I sense. were a conservative clerking for the Supreme Court right now, and this draft opinion was circulating out there, I would be, like, holding my breath. I would be not rocking the boat, not circulating anything, not doing anything. I would be going to bed every night with this, like, secret smile on my face and like saying an extra little prayer that like hopefully nothing will possibly screw this up i would not be taking risks like leaking the document now it's possible someone's dumb people do dumb things that screw up their own political plans obviously there is no guarantee that this is going to go either way and i don't think the person I don't know what the person was thinking who did this. I don't know what's happening inside the Supreme Court right now. It's certainly possible that either people were thinking of defecting or what I think is like a bigger possibility is that um, this draft, which is very stringent and very much overturns Roe v. Wade, um, it is not the final version and that what is about to come out is significantly softer than that, right? So this could be... If it were a conservative, my thought would be that it was a person who wanted to see something that looks more like this Alito draft and doesn't want to see something that maybe like allows this Georgia law to Mm -hmm. stand, but doesn't fully get rid of Roe v. Wade, maybe softens Roe v. Wade, maybe like weakens it a little bit, but doesn't fully dump the whole precedent, right? Which is what the rumor has been that Roberts more wants to see, right? That he might end up writing a concurrence that says like the Georgia law, which is 
you know, 15 weeks with medical exemptions that that can stay. Um, but, you know, but in general, the idea that's that... That's really putting the court in the medical business. Right. But, I mean, that's what that's what Roe is, right? Is that Roe d- says point of viability. So that has put the court in the medical business for sure for a long period of time because it, they've had to sit here and say, like... You know, when is the point of viability? Has that point moved? What like it? It's it's always been a very fraught issue, obviously, right? And it, but it's just incredible to me this like gaslighting to say that like oh it's the conservatives that are going to get violent. It's the conservatives protesting. Now, did you see this thing that um this family this you know anti-abortion group in Wisconsin uh was firebombed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, and I don't know. There's a lot of leftists on Twitter criticizing the photos of the supposed Molotov cocktail mm-hmm. stuff, saying that it doesn't look like a Molotov. I don't. There's a lot of Twitter experts in Molotov cocktails all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, that's not. If they were a Molotov cocktail, the blinds wouldn't look like that. Like, <clears throat> I don't I don't know anything about Molotov cocktails enough to say. I do think they're saying that the Molotov cocktail didn't necessarily go off and then a separate fire was. I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea if it's real or not or whatever. But but this, I mean, this is the time for the wackos to come out of the woodwork. Regardless. But I know that the left is freaking out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean, like they're they're. I don't know if you pulled any of the audio of it, but they've published the uh, justices' addresses, and they're all outside of the justices' houses now. So there, and and I think Virginia's been a little tougher. A bunch of the justices live in Virginia, but Kavanaugh and. Who's the other one? Is it Roberts? Live in Maryland and Hogan's like not doing anything to. Yeah, yeah, they're they're in they're all over the place. This is the Roberts's house. And so they are certainly trying to intimidate and harass these people. And the, and, the, and the question has to be asked, then, if you've put up these huge barricades around the Supreme Court so that nobody can harass these people, how come there's no barricades there? How come people are allowed to harass these justices? And it seems to me that that's uh, that you've got people trying to intimidate and terrorize these mm-hmm. people and their families at their homes. Right. Which I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't do at this moment. It shouldn't be allowed, obviously. Um, there's some question. I've heard a bunch of people say that it's illegal to be intimidating justices outside their homes. I don't know exactly what the legal standards are for that because obviously, like, the right to protest is protected in the First Amendment. So I don't know, like, what standards the case would have to meet in order to, like, I don't know if they have to, like, actually threaten somebody or how stringent that is, Um you know, how far they can go. I do know in general, the left's protests, this is not like a spontaneous rising up. These tend to be pretty organized. They tend to have a lot of lawyers on speed dial. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they have pretty carefully researched what they can legally do and not do. And they educate their people pretty 
uh, thoroughly on, you know, what lines not to cross, right? This is not like the Black Lives Matter stuff where it gets out of control at night and like people are looting. This is more like the stuff like the people protesting outside Tucker Carlson's house that like nobody really got in trouble for that. And that's because they they know very well where the where the legal lines are because they have lawyers who are helping coach them on what to do and what not to do, right? So, um, you know, I, I don't think the justices are going to be intimidated into like changing their votes on Roe v. Wade. But certainly this, if it was a conservative that leaked this, that would be like the argument of that's what they wanted, right? Is they wanted it to look like, um, to, for the justices to feel like they couldn't back down from their commitment to overturn Roe v. Wade, because at this point, any softening or any change to that Alito draft that we saw is going to be perceived publicly as, you know, a caving to the mob. Yeah, absolutely. So so that would be the argument for it being a conservative. I still think a liberal is much more likely. They still seem to think that for some reason this was going to help them in the midterms. I mean, like, that's the obvious idea to me, right? And... And it's interesting because, so CNN did a poll. Um, I think they probably sat down and were like breathlessly doing the poll to see how much people hate Republicans mm -hmm. now. Because, you know, they went out and did a comparison pre and post this leaked row draft. So this new CNN poll that came out says that basically it's pretty much unchanged before and after this and that yes a few people are more motivated to vote now that this draft leaked but republicans are more motivated to vote as well by this than than democrats are so basically they said um that the results are essentially the same. They said that the people who are enthusiastic about voting rose six points between the first survey, which was in January and the second. But it's about even across party lines among Democrats say they're very enthusiastic, up 43 percent. Uh, 43 percent are very enthusiastic, up seven points. And Republicans are 56 percent are very enthusiastic, up nine points. And voters who say overturning Roe would make them happy are twice as enthusiastic about voting this fall as those who say such a ruling would make them angry. Mm -hmm. So and not only that, but they looked at the generic congressional ballot, which Democrats always lead the generic congressional ballot. It's yeah. just one of those things like that. You know, more people say they're going to vote for the Democrat in their district. It's, they're always up a little bit. Republicans hold a narrow edge over Democrats on the generic ballot. 49% to 42%. Incredible, That's isn't it? outrageous. That's really a big lead for yeah, the generic John, John did you put the ballot. word narrow in there? Narrow edge. <clears throat> a slight improvement for Republicans compared to the poll conducted immediately before the ruling. Narrow edge, my goodness. Yeah, slight improvement. Yeah, so as it turns out, this hasn't actually been good for Democrats. Um, half the country say they've heard a great deal about the Supreme Court opinion, and 51% say they've heard something or nothing at all about it. So, I mean, what it does is for people... I mean, I think the, the thing is, is that most people are settled when it comes to this and don't wish to learn anything more or don't wish to have their minds changed. For instance, Asa Hush, so it doesn't really matter, I don't think. So Asa Hutchinson was on one of the shows today. Mm -hmm. 
and they uh, then the female anchor locked, you know, you know, put his um, hold, held his feet to the fire and said, "What if a woman is raped in this net and wants to get an abortion? And what do you tell her? What do you tell the classic?" can't win question what do you tell this woman who's got no money or who was uh, raped or who, mm-hmm. who was etc etc and so he had to dance around it as you do right um so that's not a good look and there's no great answer when somebody gives you a what do you tell this woman who of course that's of course around the fringes of who's getting abortions right. absolutely but you know i don't know that anybody was w- watching that show and that was the um that was either Meet the Press or the Stephanopoulos show this week, who went in there not firmly believing that Republicans weren't monsters already. And so I don't think you're changing minds. Who's coming to the abortion debate for the first time now? Yeah, no, we've been doing this now for a long time. That's We've been having this conversation for a long right. time. Uh, I don't... It's not... It... it yeah, nobody. People have opinions on this, and it is what it is. Younger people tend to be much more liberal on abortion than older mm-hmm. people. I I think that that's because once you're older and you've experienced more like pregnancies and people around you being pregnant, whether or you being pregnant, whether you're a man or a woman or whatever, like you know, you. I think that that it tends to make you realize that it's a little more complicated than the straight up like my body my choice Mm -hmm. thing makes it seem right and that and i think a lot of people have very nuanced views on abortion right that aren't strictly captured by this very strong like pro-life very strong pro-choice thing right i think a lot of people are kind of where europe is right which is that like if you must then the first few weeks and then you should really not, because it's pretty terrible after that. Right. Well, and yeah, but but also like it, it, we're not having the same debate as in 1973 because we're a different country. There's far more b- brands of birth control out there. Far fewer people are getting abortions. The demand is way down. Right. Than back then. We also have more science to see. More we have more of science. What's going on. There's easier um, means of of uh, movement, and more, people are more mobile now than they were. Mm-hmm back then so if you're somebody who was you know who was, and we have a stronger welfare state now than we did then too i think poverty yeah. now is not what it was in well yeah it's a good point actually having kids is incentivized you know <laughs> um so so it's a different world uh than it is back then well that said i'm not totally i'm not totally comfortable you know, there there's part of me that does not like, and I understand that this, these should go to the legislatures and these people should vote mm-hmm. and pass laws. That said, it must it's an odd thing that suddenly a choice you had because if you're a 25 year old woman, uh, you were you were raised to believe that you had certain freedoms and rights, and suddenly it's not there in your state or whatever right it's got to seem it's got to be an odd thing i mean can we is there is well you're used to you you know pre the civil war in certain places in the united states you were allowed to own other people and make them work on your plantation well no it's not in memory it's not in memory in in the civil rights era you were allowed 
to, for example, you know, run your school, your local school district and have a black school and a white school. And this is a good example because this is also something that was overturned by Supreme Court precedent. You know, the 14th Amendment was passed way back in the 1800s and said, like, you can, that you have to treat people equally under the law and the Supreme Court ruled and said like, yeah, but that doesn't mean you can't have a black school and a white school. You can have separate segregated schools as long as they're separate but equal. You're not breaking the 14th Amendment. That's fine. You're not violating the Constitution, right? And that was the Supreme Court precedent. That was your right in your local school district to determine how you wanted your school set up. And if you wanted segregated schools in your local school district, you could have that. Well, Brown v. Board, right, whatever that was, 1958 maybe, mm-hmm. um, they, that was overturned. And you lost that right to decide that about your local school district. You used to be able to mm-hmm. have a school district where you didn't have to send your kid, your nice little white kid to school with black kids. That used to be a, quote, right that you had in this country. And the Supreme Court took that right away Sally from you. Or James or right? Somebody, can you like, let that that was Sorry, the, the right to segregate against people was a right that got taken away from you in Brown v. Board. Right. And that's living memory. There were people that were alive in this country in 1958, right, that remember that. Mm-hmm. That's So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I buy the argument because people have rights on both sides. Like, do you have a right to send your kid to a segregated school if you want to? Well, you lost that right in Brown v. Board. Well, Alice, like, that's, a, that's a few pages ago, though. Like, what in what in your life, and I'm not, I mean, I mean that is that is what happens in a democracy, especially when you have crappy laws, that these crappy laws get overturned sometimes. And that's life. Right. Just because a precedent but, exists doesn't mean it was right. What, what in your life, what is comparable? I can't imagine anything comparable. I remember in, in like, when I was uh, 25 years old, I was allowed to smoke in bars. And then one day when I turned 30, they took that away from us. But it's a little different. <laughs> We just yeah. smoked outside, like <laughs> the third class citizens. Um, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but I also like, uh, I, to me personally, I just think that that abortion is so egregiously morally wrong because I really believe that that unborn child is a person. Right. You know, even before it looks and acts like one. Right. But, that's but the- my point is, like, I guess, like. Yeah, it's a big change. It's mm-hmm. a big shift in the way that we think about this, and it should be. And it and it yes, it might be a little disruptive, and people might be unhappy about it. But I think that it's fundamental. I mean, like when slavery was abolished, there was an actual war over it. But I, I really think that it's one of those things that history will look back on and judge us for, and that it's worth going through some upheaval to settle the question. Because to me, it's that it's really that important. And I, you know. I recognize that that people have very complicated issues on on this and complicated feelings on this and that my views on it are probably much more extreme than a lot of people's. But, you know, I look forward to having that debate to to talk to people about that and and about why I feel the way that I do about it is as we continue through going through this process of figuring out where that line should be, because, yeah, like historically, sure, in ancient Greece and Rome, if you had a baby and you didn't want to keep it you could leave it out in the woods and that was socially acceptable right like but stuff changes okay so time for the chat chat line alice i was um i was um 
I had marked where we were on it, and now I've lost it because I refreshed <laughs> the page. And so I don't know. Did we play this one? Hey, Tom and Alice. I didn't know Rosalind had a boyfriend. Well, that's right. That's right. Maybe we did play that one. No, you didn't play that hey one Hey there. Whoever guessed Rosalind's Walter Brennan was him. correct. This is Walter Brennan. Walter Brennan. There you go. What, did I do something wrong? No, we hadn't played that message before. Okay. We played Rosalind's boyfriend last time. That's what I'm saying. I see. He was mad at you for hooking up with Rosalind. Oh, that's right. Hey there. It's Harold Hawk. Put me to the direction of the <laughs> guinea fowl. Harold Hawk, come down to the kill the guinea fowl, please. Hey, Tom. Yeah? With home heating oil getting ready to skyrocket in price, you may want to rethink this whole weight loss thing from another fat. Ooh. True. Good point. Good point. That's a great point. Great point. It's about to be summer, though. So it's the electricity that's going to be expensive that's going to... The- I'll just we can let her outside I'll, I'll, I'll turn okay. okay. sorry I'm trying to get somebody to let the dog out what's up you hot chats hey Tom whatever happened to your proxy war with one chip goins <laughs> what a douche that guy is I've had twitter spats with him too he blocked me yeah I don't know Next- what his- his deal is, yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, he's he's not, um, sometimes I think he's not. Um, hmm. Very smart. Not just that, where I think maybe he's a special case where I'm like, because he, he says a lot of profoundly stupid things and he always <laughs> goes for low-hanging dumb fruit. and I'm Like Swalwell or something? Or, yeah, I think that, n- that maybe he's not okay. So I, I could mess <laughs> with him, obviously, at any time. I don't know if it does it do me any good. I don't know how many Twitter followers he has. But he's a dumb, which is the which is the problem. Doesn't really do me any good. But I'll I'll look. I, I he's still in my timelines. I still see him there. But he's just as <laughs> he's not. He's we're not bringing our best when we're bringing him. Happy Mother's Day to all the Vern babes out there who are mothers hey. and thank to, you and bubbly Alice Shattuck. All right, bye. Was that bubbly Alice Shattuck? Ooh. I thought lovely Alice. Oh, lovely. Okay. Hey, Tom. This is the spook light. Oh. <laughs> I hear you and Rosalind were into it at the Planet Fitness. Makes me want to get a membership myself. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is soccer tall, soccer tall. Oh, God. Who knew a light would be so so guttural? The spook light, which is on that old mother road, um, which is full of cafes and restaurants. Um, is not somewhere that I want to go to. I don't like the guy. I don't like the the idea of people having relations there and the guy <laughs> looking at them. I should tell you about, but I won't. I won't. I'll, I'll save it for another time. I I won't actually forget it. Okay. It's a rated R story about myself, guys. I'll tell you guys offline. Uh, oh no, it's, that's not nothing to do with sure this person. Bruce would have found out about us. I'm sorry, he called earlier. Also, I'm not sure. Which Shattuck is the father? What? <laughs> Wait a second. What does that even mean, Alice? That is uh, more than somewhat worrisome. I was wondering if you or Alice uh, grew up on TGI Friday. I like. I love TGIF. It's uh, something I grew up with, like Urkel and um, oh. Perfect Strangers. Oh, okay. And, and um, 
step by step, all those kind of shows. All right, bye. I, I was, so. I was, I think Alice was a little young and I was a little old. I was going out, but when Urkel was on, I was hitting the town, you know. I meant to talk about Alice, which I'll, I guess we'll have to do in the Patreon, but I meant to talk about our situation um, at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, as a matter of fact. Just general uh, stuff. Guys, I want to say this. Thank you so much. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you so much, everybody. Appreciate it as usual. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there, or all the people with moms out there, or the people who lost their moms. Sorry about that. I know how you feel. Thank you always so much for listening. Like Tom said, Happy Mother's Day. If you're a- by the way, listen to this. So I have the 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 uh, card, the scorecard for <laughs> for the fun Mel's Funway Park. The whole one is around the bend. The second hole is Lisa's triple drop. Number three is Phil can't see the hole. Number five is Oh, Come on. Oh, it goes on and on. Listen to this. Number 18, Alice. Uh-huh. Tracy's Trump. Dun, dun, dun. Um, I don't fully know what that's supposed to mean, but uh, if you are a Patreon listener, then join us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash burn barrel, where you can listen to extra bonus shows each week, etc. And uh, you can always talk to us for free on Twitter at burn barrel pod, facebook.com slash burn barrel podcast, burn barrel podcast at gmail.com. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.